There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. G'day, welcome to On The Mic. My name is Mike Goldman. Today, regenerative... How do you pronounce that freaking word? Regenerative? Re, <laughs> yeah. rege, you know, I, was, I struggle with that one too. It's uh, regenerative medicine. I can't even say it. Regenerative medicine. <laughs> Gee, this is off to a great start, isn't it? Dr. Bart Matter. <laughs> Dr. Bart Rademacher, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'll make it easy for you. Just call it cell therapy. Cell therapy guru, Dr. Hey. Bart Rademacher. Regenerative. Regenerative. I can't say that word. I don't, you know, you'd think that making money out of doing voiceovers for a living, I'd be able to say the word regenerative. <laughs> I'm still probably saying it weird. How's it going over there? You're in uh, Pennsylvania? No, I'm actually in uh, Florida. In Florida, you you travel the world a lot. You're uh, in uh, different parts of the world every second week. Well, this uh, last year was pretty exciting. Did a lot of traveling, actually close to you uh, over in uh, New Zealand. But uh, just came back from, from uh, Fiji and was in Guatemala. And so, so yeah, it's um, that's something I love to do. I, I grew up uh, in uh, you know, five different countries or four different countries. No, five different countries. So uh, Why is that? It's in me. How come you're traveling well, so much? So I'm originally Dutch, and uh, actually still Dutch, I guess, but uh, naturalized to be American, but uh, born in Holland, moved to the U.S., then Mexico, then England, Spain, back to Holland, and uh, back to uh, to the U.S. again. And um, my brother actually lives in Hamilton, New Zealand. He, he tried to bribe me to come over there, but I never took the bait. So how did you end up on this path of helping people perform at an optimal level and helping people with stem cell therapy? Uh, I, I know you started out as a plastic surgeon. Could you just fill us in about a bit of your history, where you come from, and how you came to be where you are today? Well, it was uh, not really exactly by choice because basically at the age of 13 when I was living in Mexico, I did one of these silly aptitude tests. It was a requirement by my parents. And basically, it came up with two choices, either be a doctor or a vet. So I um, didn't want to hang out with the animals. I rather hung out with the, with the humans. And so I became a doctor. Right. And so these aptitude tests, I don't know about them because I was told that I was going to be a scientist when I was a kid. And I, and then I wanted to be a stuntman and it ended up being a, a voiceover guy, TV host. So do you really believe those things? You know, I think there's a high level of accuracy, uh, but it depends on how honest you are with the answers. Maybe you weren't that honest. Yeah, or maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was just, just dreaming like kids do. <laughs> so uh, you've been working on stem cell therapy for quite some time now. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about some of the people that you work with uh, and some of your mates in the industry. I heard you've done a bit of work with Anthony Robbins, uh, a whole heap of sports stars, uh, business professionals who just want to be performing at their best and also want to have a little chat about uh, COVID-19 because it's just in the news this morning that uh, a, a doctor in Melbourne, uh, a research lab, has been working on stem cell therapy uh, for right. a graft versus host disease, which is a, a disease that people get uh, who have like leukemia and they have to have transplants and it's a disease that happens after. 
And, uh, and I've actually got a friend who has this and we've done a bit of fundraising for him. So stem cell therapy and, and the work that they're doing with it blows my mind. Uh, so what do you think about that? So let, let's go back a little bit in history. Um, so back in what, 300, 400 uh, BC, you had Hippocrates, who is basically the father of medicine. You know, those guys were actually quite smart. And um, he essentially already recognized that the, the strongest healing force, uh, other than natural forces within us that are very strong healing forces. And so already then they understood the whole concept of, of regeneration. Another uh, fable, you know, from the Greek eighth uh, uh, century is the Titan Prometheus. He was punished uh, by Jupiter and was uh, stuck with the um, um, on the Carpathian Mountains. And um, as a punishment, an eagle would come to him, visit him every single day, pick at his liver, and at night the liver would regenerate. So the Greeks already have this sense of regeneration. Now, what's interesting, and I was sharing this uh, with our mutual friend uh, the other day, is that we actually live in a very interesting time uh, right now. We're essentially going through three different revolutions. Back in the 90s, we started off with this whole concept of the wellness revolution, and which really picked up speed in, in the, the change of the century, and really dialing in into how do we optimize our physiology with the right kinds of supplements and other kinds of things. Now we're extending into the, the field of the regenerative uh, revolution, which uh, I jumped in about 10 years ago, been pretty active in that space. And, and it's exciting because, um, Mike, what you really want to appreciate is this, is that there is an incredible intelligence within our body. We just don't understand it. And so the whole concept is let's tap into that intelligence so that we can what's called restore form and function. And that's exactly what, you know, regenerative medicine and cell therapy does. It, you know, taps into the ability of the body. So basically ignites the ability of the body to fix itself. And essentially that's what cell therapy is. I, I guess um, I guess in a lot of ways as well, that's uh, that was what they were talking about with this new therapy with COVID-19 where... Uh, they're using stem cell therapy to to help actually your immune system fight off the disease and uh, and people are using it for all sorts of things. I have a friend who he was wearing a pacemaker and had stem cell therapy and uh, right. and and he ended up um, not needing the pacemaker anymore. This is this is must be crazy technology. It's it's just absolutely mind blowing. It really is. I mean, when you think about it, is that if if we can. You know, regenerative medicine more specifically actually is the bioengineering and the molecular biology where we can replace, restore, regenerate, revive basically t uh, cells and, and, and organs and tissues. And so essentially by using this intelligence, we're fixing the body. So if there's a person like your friend needing a pacemaker, um, I like to simplify things. You know, sometimes, you know, docs can get way too complicated and sometimes I don't even understand them. But basically, the reason you have a, a pacemaker is that there is some sort of imbalance, specifically electrical imbalance. And if you can get your own um, body to, to correct that, then guess what? You don't need that pacemaker anymore. That's the whole essence of, of what this is. And, and this also comes back to gut health as well. I mean, the, the technology yep. in gut health and the microbiome over the last few years is, 
has just exploded. I mean, I'm, you, I remember like, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, you'd ask your doctor about it and they're like, oh, you know, it's a bit bit mumbo jumbo hippie stuff. But now they're, they're all into it and pushing it in, in a big way. Can you just, I probably should have asked you this to start with, uh, just explain right. briefly to uh, dumbasses like me exactly what a stem cell is. <laughs> you know what? Um, trust me, you're not the only one who doesn't know what it is. Um, and a lot of there's so much confusion out there. Sure. So essentially, by definition, a a stem cell is what's called a unspecialized cell. What that means is it it has no specific function. It divides itself and into more stem cells, but it can also divide into a functional cell. So basically, all a stem cell is is that it can replicate itself into more stem cells or it can develop into a functioning cell. And um, we essentially have 70 trillion cells, and I want to add a, a reference on the microbiome in a second, but we have about 70 trillion cells in our body, and but a very low number of stem cells throughout the body. They're located in, in the basement membrane of blood vessels, and um, they're there to replace cells. And so when you're doing stem cell therapy, are you basically getting other people's stem cells and putting them in your body or are you taking your own stem cells from somewhere and injecting them in the part that's not working so good? Yeah, you can do either one of those. Um, but here's what's interesting, and, and this is where a lot of the confusion actually arises, is that you know a lot of people look at stem cells as miracle cells, like uh, these cells are going to absolutely cure everything. Well, that's actually not true. So in the therapeutic uh, strategies that we uh, utilize, it's really a combination of different types of cells and different types of molecules that then create the changes that, that we're looking to have. And so um, we are able to acquire that from, I mean, you can get that from bone marrow, you can get it from, you know, um, you, they get it from teeth as well. Yeah, talking about the dentist uh, or teeth, uh, my dentist just sent me a text. I got to visit him. Um, but um, you get it from bone marrow, you get it from fat. And what's interesting is that a lot of the work that I've done over the years started off with getting um, cells out of the fat tissue, performing liposuction, uh, processing that, and then actually getting it back to, to the patients. And um, all types of patients, all types of conditions, it's, it's pretty amazing what it can do. And you can also get it from uh, birth tissue. And getting it from birth tissues is remarkably easy, effective. And what's great about that, Mike, is that uh, you get large numbers of what we call homologous. So homologous means similar cells. Mm. And so it's it's not painful. It's not controversial. And Hold these on a minute. Are, birth can tissue. also be very effective. Birth, sorry, what? Birth, birth tissue, does that mean you're talking about uh, an umbilical cord from a yep, baby? Umbilical or, cord. or what, so are, what are you actually cord using? Placenta. Right. And, and so, uh, how do you actually go from being a plastic surgeon to a, a stem cell surgeon? And, and is it a hard transition to go through? Is it, is it a hard kind of surgery so I, to do? I figured you were going to ask that question. And so, by definition, uh, plastic or plastos comes from the Greek to change, to transform. So in a way, I'm more of a transformational artist, if you will. Um, I'm a coach. I work with uh, Tony Robbins' company. Uh, I'm into energy work and energy healing. So I've, I've been trained in so many different aspects, and all of it really, the common denominator really is all about 
transformation, helping people get from where they are now to a much better place. And so for me, you know, regenerative medicine, stem cells, it's just a, a natural segue into everything else. And, um, you know, it's, it's part of what I do. I help people, you know, get a better health and well-being and, and quality of life. So it's, it's not just sorting out someone if they want to get rid of their pacemaker or maybe they've got you know, sore joints and they're getting old and they need stem cell yep. therapy. Uh, you take it to the next level. So you're, you're helping people in an all-over, all-body, all-mind approach. Correct. Um, who, who are some of the people that you've worked with over the years and, and uh, what have you done for them? Well, unfortunately, I can't share that information. It's top secret. Okay, well, I'll, t- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you about a friend of mine who, uh, who, who you worked with, but I will not mention his name because he doesn't like us mentioning his name. Uh, he's a very private person. And, uh, and he came to see you for some stem cell therapy, and, uh, right. and, and, and he's also taken things to the next level and, and chatted with you about uh, so many other things. Every week, I think he has a phone call with you, and, and, and it helps right. him from a business sense even uh, and so so when you're working with people in in a business sense and also a health and and body sense you, you're more than a life coach you're 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 a mentor life coach and and you fix people's bodies these I've never heard of anyone right. like you <laughs> uh, the, I, I, I don't know anybody else who has that wide scope and and when I look at things Mike it, it's kind of interesting is that Everyone is just seems to be so laser focused on a one particular area, and so they're super intelligent and and master this. Um, but I'm more of the person that gets to be more practical and integrate all the different aspects, bring it into play, and so that um, essentially the people that I help um, are helped in many different ways, not just one. And I think that's what really qualifies me in a way that's so different than everyone else. I rely on the intelligence that they have. I mean, they're super smart and brilliant in developing new concepts. I just use them and integrate it with everything else. Yeah, and and, um, if someone's talking to you about their business and their life, and uh, do you also talk to them about their their family and relationships? Do you take it that far, or is that more a... Yes, uh, absolutely. Nothing's off the table. Um, And I really look at uh, let's let's take coaching for example and um you know very high profile individuals that i work with um they just have the same problems everybody else has i mean you you look at them you think they're uber successful but the truth is is that they're just the same as the rest they have the same kinds of problems and so in that sense you know when we think about it um what's our purpose in life it's really to have the energy and to be the best version of ourselves and when we can reach that level, then again, we can be the best service to the world as well. And so it's an exciting thing. My, I, I use the term emotional currency, Mike. And what pumps me up and gets me excited is to see somebody else succeed in life. Um, you know, I, 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 I go in tears, if you will, when I see these Olympians do these almost impossible feats. And you realize, you know, the human potential is just phenomenal. And it's a tragedy when, when we don't maximize what we can do within ourselves. Speaking, speaking of the Olympics, I uh, just saw on the news this morning that Tokyo are, are, are looking to cancel the Olympics next year because they moved it to 2021, unless there is some sort of vaccine for COVID-19. Do you think we're going to find a vaccine or is there such a thing that could be invented? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, the last pandemic, which was in 09, um, which was the H1N1, they uh, finally developed a vaccine after about a year, year, almost a year, year and a half. How effective it is, I, I'm not so sure. Um, you know, it's, it's an interesting time. And, you know, talking about COVID for a moment, you know, the, the models are still quite unclear. It's really uncertain what's going to happen. But the best thing that we all can do is just be uh, super healthy. Do you have any tips for anyone out there who's panicking about COVID-19 and wants to boost their immune system? Absolutely. I mean, there's uh, the, the way that you can actually boost your immune system. You know, first of all, mindset, by the way, um, stress is is a uh, drops down your immune system terrifically. And so finding ways just to manage your own stress, manage your attitude. You know, as Viktor Frankl, you know, says is that, you know, last freedom that human uh, man has is the, the freedom to choose our own attitude. So working on that is, is number one. But if you want specific uh, things that you can do to boost your immune system, all, obviously certain vitamins like vitamin C, D3 uh, are terrifically helpful. Um, zinc is, is another one that uh, definitely is going to support you as well. Drinking detergent and, or just standing under a bright light like Donald Trump said? So, uh, yeah, you don't want to drink anything, right? But, um, you know, I, I think, uh, it, it, again, it's, People like to share their own um, disparaging opinions about what other people are saying. And so sometimes it's very confusing talking to these different scientists because their egos are so huge and they just want to contradict each other. But my overall belief is, is that I think heat is going to damage those viruses. I think they're fragile towards heat. And so anything that will help with that is going to benefit you. Um, I personally try to get into a sauna every single day, at least for 15 minutes. Get into a, and, a sauna, an infrared sauna maybe? Yeah, infrared sauna, yeah. Mm. yeah what, what is the, uh, the benefits of an infrared sauna? Because there's infrared saunas, but there's one that I, uh, I was going to in, in Bondi in Sydney, and it has near, mid, and far infrared. And I don't know what it is, but I felt like a million bucks after going in that. Well, there you go. There's your answer. Um, that technology I'm not quite familiar with. Again, like I said, I'm not that super scientist that understands the fundamentals. I just know if I know it works, then I'm just going to go ahead and use it. Infrared, I think, is, is definitely valuable. I mean, studies are showing that it does boost the immune system. Well, that's a great that's tip. Sort of that's, that's good advice. There's a lot of people out there are, are stressed about that and, and having a lot of anxiety and and worried about it so uh boosting your immune system in those ways and i have heard a lot about zinc so so that's great there's is, is there a lot of other um alternative kind of therapies uh that that you're recommending to people that you work with like uh one person in particular i know he uses uh light therapy uh, i think it's called a juve light and uh it, it's like a red light he gets in front of that every morning and he said it helps boost his testosterone he might even be putting it on his nutsack and it's uh, another another therapy where uh, the, the the cryotherapy. I don't know if you know about that. Do you ever recommend any of those extreme ones? I know Anthony Robbins has an ice bath every day or a cryo yep. bath. So um, I what I understand is that cryotherapy is, is definitely uh, helpful because it really shocks the body into um, reaction, and therefore, then in that process, it does boost the immune system as well. Um, it's something that I don't participate in. I just don't like the cold. <laughs> so it doesn't work for me. But those people that I know that do it, they feel great afterwards.
I think uh, you know one of the one of the best ways to keep your immune system strong. You hit the nail on the head. Is the first thing you said is to you know just be happy and enjoy yourself and 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 don't stress because stress is something that that just gives you your immune system a pounding. How does someone like yep. you you have fun? What do you do? You dress as a steampunk and go to Burning Man, maybe? Uh, you got that. <laughs> you know that I went there, and uh, you haven't been yet. Oh, I'd love to go to Burning Man. What's it like? You know, I only got that from your Facebook photo because you had the steampunk glasses on and you had a lot of dust on you. I thought, this dude's been to Burning Man. I'm going to hit him up. Yes. It's it's the best place in the, on the planet, I'm telling you. It's, it's that place where all your creative energy and imagination just can go wild. And it's where you really can actually get in touch with yourself with no restrictions. And it's a beautiful community where... It's really a social experiment that um, many governments are looking at as to how to build uh, communities, you know, uh, out of nothing and really find a way that people from from totally different uh, backgrounds and experiences and beliefs can actually live very harmoniously in, in a very, you know, closed uh, quarters. Yeah, man. How many times have you been now? I've, I've wanted to go for years. Oh, you have to go. So, so can you make a commitment to go next year? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have an outfit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. When is it again? Is it March or something? So, so it's in August. And unfortunately, this year, um, which is uh, the multiverse, that's the theme of this year, there, it's, it's being held virtually. So unfortunately, uh, it's not going to happen this year, but certainly it will happen next year. And just think of it this way, it's, it's in the middle of the desert, 70,000 people go there, and several months before it actually happens, there's not a single sign of human life. And within about a month, maybe a month and a half afterwards, there's no sign of any human life. It's just a brilliant uh, a human creative experiment that uh, is awesome to experience. Yeah, I, I really want to go. I've got, I got a lot of friends that go every year, and they're always on my case, and one guy, he hires a tanker and just fills it with vodka and gives people free drinks the whole time. Uh, you know, and another dude, he's uh, over there with a bus and he's got a disco in there. Everyone's dancing away in it. And, and people, people are handing out... Uh, sorry, we've gone off track from the whole uh, medical research and That's science cool. side of this. But, but you know, it, it's, 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 oh, I could go on about it for ages, but I, I won't. But you know what? I'm coming. I'm, I'm going to be coming with you. Good. I, I'm, Good. I 100%... Good. Promise you, I'll be there. I might even uh, try and drag another friend of mine along, who a mutual friend that we know, uh, and see if he can come along to it as well. Do you reckon we'll be able to get him there? I uh, don't know. He might be a little too busy. Yeah, he's uh, he's very busy, isn't he? Um, so where we were sort of leading with that and getting out there and enjoying yourself and having fun and and getting rid of stress to help boost your immune system. Uh, a lot of people stressed out about the current situation. They're losing their jobs. Uh, you know, they might be losing friends or family members to this horrible disease. They're seeing the news and the fear that's coming out of the mainstream media. Um, how would you, uh, what advice would you give them to, to help look after their own mental health? You know, that, that's a great question. And, <clears throat> you know, we really have to go back to what I call uh, first principles. And I'm borrowing this from a dear friend of mine. And when we look at who we are as, as human beings, uh, we are what's called teleological, which means um, we're target-oriented, we're goal-oriented. We have to have goals. And our sense of well-being is absolutely centered 
on the ability to achieve those goals and also uh, surrounding around uh, the concept of hope, you know, the hope that life is going to be better. And so it really depends on then our, our own resourcefulness to go after that. And so what I would say to people is, is look, you know, <clears throat> pain is inevitable in life, but suffering is a choice. And so you can either stay in the suffering space and, and we, we can't you know, take away the pain that's there, but you can make a conscious choice to say, look, I'm going to overcome this and I'm going to find a way to overcome this. And, and if anything, if people, you know, you know, are hearing this or when people are hearing this is that, you know, find, find the, not the silver lining in this, but find the greatness in this. Where is this opportunity for you? you know, to, to grow and expand because we only grow and expand under mm. tension, under crisis. And so, you know, how do we make the best out of it? Yeah. I guess I could give you an example here of uh, like friends in the entertainment industry. They, they're losing their jobs from TV, radio, the media. Uh, my wife, she's an actor and, and, you know, she's still horrible death and despair. I've got no work, but the way I'm seeing it and looking at the silver lining is as bad as everything is, people are dying. COVID-19 is one of the most shocking things that's ever happened to the planet. If you focus on the positives, and there are some, which I'll go through in a sec, you, you can get really excited and really happy about your opportunities. Yeah. For example, um, me as someone who is um, making content and, and as an entertainer, voiceover guy, TV host, um, there are more people at home now than you will ever have the opportunity to reach. They're looking for things to do. They've watched everything on Netflix. Right. They've watched, watched everything <laughs> right. on all of the channels. They're, they're, they're looking through their social media, trying to find something there that, that will mean something to them. If it'll make them laugh, make them cry, just, just make, them make them entertained, educate them. And there's no sport on television. Millions of people all over the world, billions of people watch sport every week. It's not there, but we're here to replace that and build fan bases, build followings, you know, sell, sell products that can help people, interview people like you to help other people feel good, to make the world a better place. So basically, you're so right. Find the silver lining because there is a silver lining to all of this. And, and especially in, in the communities that are going through this horrible situation, people are spending more time with their families. People are going and buying a dogs and walking their dog every day. They're, they're working from home and, and, they're, and they're spending more time with their wife. They're, they're communicating more with their friends and you know, they're driving their cars less. We're not polluting the, the planet as much. So looking for that silver lining, you, you've absolutely hit the nail right on the head there. What about any other sort of... Um, therapies that you might recommend for people um i know uh i've got, got certain friends who have turned to meditation over the last couple of months and that's really helped them just shutting off their mind because their brain's still going a million miles an hour when they're still asleep uh or maybe maybe the light therapy is something along those lines that maybe you could recommend well a couple of things actually that that are absolutely completely free essentially you know it's it's what we call the fundamentals and the, the fundamentals are eat, move and, and sleep. And so exercise is, is a great therapeutic model. It, it not only will, you know, boost your immune system, but it's also going to enhance your, your well-being. Um, meditation, as you mentioned, actually what that does, it, it sort of um, enhances the blood flow to the front of your brain, which allows you to tap into your own willpower and, and response to, to triggers. You know, the fact that you're not getting uh, so many distractions um, also then helps. Eating the right way and fasting, for example, that's also going to 
uh, clear out toxins and uh, boost your immune system there as well. Um, breathing in of itself, you know, that's that's you know that's the one thing we can't do without for more than a couple of minutes. You know, that's certainly you know uh, clearing out as well. And so you know the basic stuff that we just completely take for granted are definitely going to going to help. Mm. Again, um, a key thing that that science shows is that journaling. If you were a journal every day and just start writing down, okay, what are you celebrating? What are you grateful for? And then in addition to that, also write down the the creative thoughts that are happening in your head, the fun thoughts that are happening in your head, and even the unpleasant thoughts. You know that you are able then to process and and in a way resolve or or let go. So all these things are definitely going to help. But the one thing that that I'm really excited about, and I know you you brought it up earlier on is that cell therapy has a place in, in helping people with uh, COVID-19. There's a tremendous number of trials out there. Uh, we've seen the results in China. We've seen those results in, in, in Israel. And the, the key here is just to be really specific, is that when we treat someone with umbilical cord cells, what that does, it sort of present, pre- prevents the what's called the COVID storm. So what happens just briefly is that the the respiratory uh, lining, so the lining in the lungs, they have what's called an ACE2 receptor, and the COVID virus has a has a spike that attaches to that receptor. And when we give cell therapy, what then happens is that it prevents that process from happening, and also reduces the immune response and reduces the inflammatory response. So those things are incredibly helpful. And all the results that I've seen so far is that the patients that have been treated uh, have successfully walked out, you know, uh, from being on the ventilator, you know, beforehand. So are these people in a situation where yeah, they, they've got to the last last point of COVID-19 where they're on a ventilator and they go like, what are we yeah. going to do? All right, let's try this stem cell therapy and then they take it from there? Or is it something when someone all of a sudden just has COVID-19 and they do it then? So currently, because there's trials out there, um, that's the situation. So it's almost like a last-ditch last effort. I think they there's a group that's looking to study um, people that are just getting infected, but I'm not sure it's, it's with stem cells. It could be with the uh, natural killer cells. I'm not sure which one it was. Um, but I can guarantee you that a lot of private clinics all over the world mm. are treating people in advance. And in fact, I had my own treatment in advance and the concept here, the thinking here, and again, it all has to be proven by science and I can't make any of those claims, mm. but the thinking here is that this is, um, immune protective for at least three to five months. So you've, you've already actually done this therapy on yourself to protect yourself yeah. from COVID-19. Yes. Wow. So what, what does that entail? How does it work? You, you're swallowing a pill with stem cells in it. You're injecting them in your spine or your lungs or how does it work? I wish that was that easy. No. So basically um, what they do is they process the umbilical cord. Um, they get the cells out of that and then it's, it's in, a, in a fluid. And so it's in the plasma. And uh, you just dilute it with uh, some saline and then you give it intravenously. All right. So, so in the vein. Straight, straight, yeah. straight into your blood. Straight into the blood, yeah. 
Wow. So, because I, I had no idea. I thought, you know, maybe they have to cut open a part of the body and they have to in, 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 yeah. inject it in the spine, in, in at the back of your lung or something really complicated. How long has stem cell therapy been happening for? Is, is this, It's a relatively new thing, but is is there some trailblazer who, who started it like 50 years ago or... Is it, is it just so recently? the 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 history actually uh, begins um, the therapeutic history begins about 50 years ago with the first uh, bone marrow transplant I think it was 1967 or so um, the the first FDA approved that's our equivalent here of the regulatory uh, service um, in the US uh, our first trial was in 2009. And so we, there's definitely, you know, transplants for blood disorders, leukemias. They've been around for at least 30 years. And uh, now finally we're getting into clinical trials um, to treat people. And I've been actually treating people for quite some time. Um, have you ever worked with anyone who has uh, GVHD, grass versus host disease? And I believe that's someone who has... Uh, some sort of blood cancer and, and, and they've been treated for it and they're cured, but then they now end up with this disease called uh, GVHD, which is uh, from having transplanted organs. You ever worked with anyone like that? So never. So one thing with cell therapy, that's not an issue uh, simply because uh, these cells are what's called immune privileged. So they don't cause, you know, the uh, graft versus host or host versus graft response. And so that's never a problem. Um, I could imagine that there could be some benefit here with that. Um, I'm not privy of, the, of that kind of experience. But once again, the, the whole purpose of cell therapy, the potential there is to help reduce the immune response and help reduce inflammation. So if that's a situation, I could imagine it might, might help um, and also take, take the, the place of um, patients requiring uh, immunosuppression drugs otherwise and I think I recall that somebody with a kidney transplant was on cell therapy and, and ultimately was able to get off all their drugs. Yeah, that was what the scientist was on the uh, Today Show this morning here in Australia talking about how he'd been doing stem cell research over the last uh, three or four years for um, grass versus host therapy and um, disease therapy. And uh, he was saying that now it, it's actually working for COVID-19. So it's going to be really interesting to see where all of that heads. So how much does this kind of therapy cost? Like for yourself, for example, like you were talking about, uh, you've helped immune your body or help boost your immune system by giving you yourself stem cell therapy to protect yourself from COVID-19. What's that cost if some someone watching right now wants to book themselves in? So I, I think a fair price um, is anywhere between $4,500 to $6,500. Um, of course, I think a lot of people are, you know, charging a lot more e even before COVID. I think there are, you know, some bad actors, I would like to call them, you know, charging $15,000, $20,000 for a simple product. You know, when I was performing um, stem cell therapy utilizing fat, um, that was a whole different situation. And so those costs were just uh, much higher, really in the order of 25 grand to 30 grand. But you had a whole surgical team, you had a clinic, you know, all these different aspects mm. that um, were coming into play. And so that was a different animal. So that's what's exciting now is that we've got access to highly viable cells with a tremendous potential of restoring form and function. Again, 
being careful making specific statements because that's the one thing the FDA doesn't like us to do. But there's a lot of science out there that that is very clear as to you know what the possible benefits are and and being able to take it off the shelf, you know, treat a patient for somewhere in the order of forty-five hundred to sixty-five hundred dollars, I think is tremendous. And I've seen patients that have had, for example, Parkinson's, and have had almost complete reversal of that. And it's it's a wonderful one of the things I I realize that I get to do, Mike, is this, <clears throat> is that it's giving people hope. Um, when you have a uber successful, you know, real estate developer, a multimillionaire guy, you know, he's in his 70s and 80s, and he's completely unable to, you know, cut his own um, eggs on toast or, or button up his shirt, uh, unable to properly speak, you see the frustration, you know, in their eyes and the despair in their eyes. And coming to us, realizing that we could potentially help them, you know, gives them that hope. And then when they come back eight months later to tell us, look, you know, my life is back to normal. It's one of the coolest things, Mike. Man, that's that's amazing. You're, it's almost like you're playing God in a way. Uh, no, we're just taking advantage of what. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I call the body intelligence. That's it. Uh, what, a, what an amazing thing to do. So uh, what about uh, things like cancer? I mean, you mentioned you help people with Parkinson's. Uh, and, and what other disorders can stem cell therapy help? So that's really exciting. And, um, and there's, there's two approaches to um, the incredible potential that regenerative medicine has uh, towards cancer. And I'm going to mention two of them. So for, first of all, there are some um, studies, um, laboratory studies, uh, that have clearly shown that there is a reduction in uh, the cancer manifestation for like aden adenocarcinoma of the lung and the breast. And so they've been able to show that certain kinds of stem cells can knock those out. So that's, that's really exciting. Um, I'm not familiar quite yet of any clinical studies, but we're very mindful of that at this point, and I'm not so sure anybody has any kind of approval for those. But there's another part that I think most people don't understand, and that is is that when we can take embryonic cells, um, and these are donated cells, so these are not developing into a, a human being, by the way, they, they can't. Um, but what they do is they take these cells out, and through different kind of processes, they can engineer these cells to behave, say, like cancers, and then they can experiment with different types of uh, therapeutic strategies, whether they're drugs or different uh, ideas, so that they can now target um, specifically and effectively and then be able to come up with a treatment plan for, for patients. And so the, the exciting part is, is that not only do we have an immediate source through cell therapy, um, but we're, we have a platform where we can study 
different ways to treat treat cancers. And let me just give you one more example, which I think is incredibly exciting is this, is that diabetes is a huge problem worldwide. And people are requiring to inject themselves, you know, multiple times every single day with insulin. Just imagine if you could take some cells from a person that is diabetic and change those cells so that they actually produce insulin and give it back to them, this person no longer has to inject themselves. That's also the future. Wow, that's that's incredible. So, I mean, this this kind of stem cell therapy really is changing the planet, and and not just on an, on a really intense level. People with uh, diabetes or cancers. It's also helping sports stars and athletes, or you know, it could be just your general punter who might be uh, pulling a muscle on on their run and or done a, a regular injury. Yep. Uh, are you have yep. you worked with any athletes? Yes, absolutely. And um, it's tremendous, and uh, you know, I'm I'm sure that there's a very large number of athletes that um, are using some form of therapy worldwide. I mean, it's 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 inevitable. I mean, just think about it. I mean, these these guys are um, very expensive. <laughs> they make a lot of money, and you certainly don't want to lose out on any uh, uh, playing time. Yeah, you can't mention any of the sports stars, obviously, but uh, I mean, a, a lot of uh, NRL players, rugby players, they're, they're doing massive injuries all the time. They're always talking yep. talking about stem cell therapy. Joe Rogan's always talking about it in his podcast. I think he even uh, did a couple of injuries and went went and had a couple of shots and said that it did some, some incredible things for him. Uh, Dr. Bart, it's been so amazing talking to you. One last thing I'll, I want to have a quick chat about because I know your time's precious and you've probably got a million people to see. Um, the Iceman. Do you know much about the Iceman and his breathing <laughs> techniques and everything like that? What do you think about him and, and that recent uh, documentary on Netflix where the Iceman, um, he had himself injected with, I think it was the flu, and he forced it out of his body with his breathing technique and a, a form of meditation that he does. So you're talking about Wim Hof, right? Yeah, Wim Hof, the Ice Man. I downloaded his app. I've been doing his breathing techniques, and I got I I held my breath for four minutes. I've never in the past been able to hold my breath for more than a minute and a half. I held it four minutes. And I felt like I felt like great all day. I didn't understand why. I just this funny Ice Man dude was telling me to do it on the app, and I watched his documentary. What do you think of all that? Well, he's a crazy Dutchman, and I guess I'm one of those too. Um, so it's brilliant. Uh, I don't actually participate in that only because I hate the cold. Um, but it's something that I'm actually, honestly, Mike, will be working to. And I'm not going to give you any commitments here publicly as to when that will happen. But absolutely, I do believe in that because I think, again, it's, it's sort of what I mentioned earlier. It's a way to shock the system. And by, you know, we grow, we expand in under crisis, under tension. And so it's a matter of boosting um, the potential that's that's within us. And I think that's one thing that we're beginning to understand and embrace much more effectively uh, as to how is it that we can alter our not just our genetics, but our physiology, our biochemistry, our neurons, so that they can function more optimally. And, and this, what William Hoff does, is is something absolutely like that. I don't recommend anybody inject themselves with any kind of virus, because they may not fare so well. Oh, well, he did well in the documentary, and he was so happy with himself. He's like, this is it. I have proved myself to the world. I, I proved that I can push the flu out of my body, because a lot of people thought he was just a nutbag because he's got this crazy outlandish personality, and he's in his underpants right. running through the snow. Now people pay thousands of dollars to go and do it with him and hang out on his weekend camps. Nothing that you would do, though. 
No, not that. <laughs> I'm more laid back. You hate I'll, the... I'll meet you in Burning Man in the desert. <laughs> you hate the cold. Yeah, let's go to Burning Man. That sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. Thank you, Dr. Barton Rademacher. Prescription for Your Transformation is his podcast. Highly recommend it. It's amazing. And drrademacher.com is where you can find everything about him, stem cell therapy and more. Thanks so much for being on the show, mate. And uh, see you at Burning Man. We'll chat again soon. I appreciate you, Mike. And thank you for what you do. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.